0: Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle.
1: And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts.
0: Hey, host. Hey, ho. (laughs) This is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything.
1: We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know. Along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So Mm -hmm. if you're into easy listening,
0: lots of laughing, and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird
1: internet friends. Welcome. All right, we've got another installment of Cozy Convos. Back at it again. Never give up. So, Michelle, I wanted to share something with you. You know, like how we've talked about this, how radio stations have call letters like W-L-I-T, the light. Correct. We I know this. We, we have ours, you know that, right? W T S P is that what they are? That's amazing.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle, thank you. I'm not good for nothing.
1: No, <laughs> very much no. <laughs> um, yeah, so welcome everyone to WTSP. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Love it. I love our call. Call letters. Yeah, they're called call letters. Cool. It's a it's a radio, cool. it's a thing in the radio biz. Letters. Michelle, speaking of radio stations, I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to do my fact check. Um, you guys, Michelle and I, we should just throw out that we'll be fact checking most of each other's what we say. And sometimes it'll come the next episode.
0: And I want to say to that, you, I'm not fact checking <laughs> shit that I say, take, take your leave it. Okay. Take it,
1: leave it. <laughs> okay. Well, I am, and I made a mistake. I got tricked by an Instagram video with Mariah Carey. I thought our local radio station 93.9 The Light was playing Christmas music but the switch will not be turned on until tomorrow. So today if you're listening to this I, on Friday today, yeah, today, happy
0: yeah, Merry Christmas. You know what we need and I'm going to listen to this song <laughs> we need a little Christmas we need a little Christmas on repeat because for whatever reason that song is making me laugh right now and Get a little excited. How are you doing? How are you doing? Sis? I'm
1: I'm 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 faring much better. I this talking to you and podcasting with you definitely helps elevate my, as Sarah Goggin would say, my vibe, my vibration. Hell yes, hell yes. <laughs> Um, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. I eagerly checked my phone, hoping for news that I'm waiting for, and it didn't pan out that way. So I got stuck a little bit, but I'm unstuck now.
0: Was there anything in particular that caused you to wake up on is it just the stress of it all the election stress yeah, or?
1: i I'm dealing with election stress disorder, like no joke, or as our aunt loche would say e a election anxiety <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sad
0: um, <laughs> what are you uh what did you what have what did you do to write this ship?
1: Thank you. Um, yeah, I uh, took Facebook off of my phone because I was checking it so I was and I was tempted to write too much. So I'm like, you know what, you got to stop.
0: This is stupid. You know what I found? If you don't post anything, then you don't give a shit.
1: You know, it, it seems to be working great for you. <laughs>
0: I could give two shits.
1: <laughs> um, and then I did a bathtub meditation. I read my tarot card because that to me is so therapeutic. Now I found such a connection with it, and then I did something else. I read. Oh, you know, I have been, I've been stress eating. Like, wow, that's wow. You are you
0: are struggling. That's not you at all.
1: No, I usually become quite hungry when I'm stressed. Mm. I, you're mm. implementing two of their biggest top tips, which is breathing or meditation and um, like kind of tuning out, like t- walking away sometimes. Check in healthy, in in a healthy amount.
0: But I'm, I'm telling you, there's something to it. You should give, I mean, it sounds like you are giving a little bit of a whirl and it'll start to I am even better. But yeah, it's, it is working
1: good. It is working. So yeah, we'll see what we what will happen. The people who are listening to this, you know, the day we release it on Friday, they we might know more. But as of right now, we are sitting um, steady for the past like 24 hours, I feel 253 Biden 213 Trump and whoever wins needs 270. So we're just waiting on some states. There's like that unrest happening and a lot going on. But but we're yeah. going to try not to talk too much about that today. I say we stop talking about it right now. Because you know what, Michelle? It's Thursday, and you know what that means, don't you?
0: Yes, I do. It is a time for a Sister Project Cozy Convo review. <laughs> WDSP.
1: <laughs> this one comes by way of um, my my dear friend, Laura DiPaolo. Hi, Laura. We met many moons ago. Hi, Laura. Thank you. And even though she's moved all over the world, Michelle, we've stayed connected. So That's awesome. this will kind of fall in line with our, our HugA conversation later to come. Let her rip. So this was dropped in the Apple iTunes and the title is my go-to girls and we are given five stars. Laura writes, I am loving this podcast. Lauren and Michelle are so positive and enlightening, full of personal journeys and great tips to better our lives. The girls are hilarious and genuine with a flow between them that only two sisters can have. Hilarious and brilliant.
0: Thank you, Laura. So kind and also so true.
1: (laughs) I love you. I'll tell you what, Michelle, but that kind of warmth really boosts the... the, the comfort zone, like the comfort level rather, that cozy feeling rather on the inside. It just feels nice. It, it feels, feels
0: it, that's right. It feels good. It feels,
1: feels, feels nice. It's just positive,
0: positive energy. And let's take positive it. Energy. Let's We're going to take it and we're going to run with it.
1: Okay. So we've got two, this just ends. Uh, let's start real quick. I, I, the, the silk mask, Michelle, I got a new mask and it yeah. is, it's by that brand silk that makes the pillowcases Incredible. The breathability on it, it's silky. So it's a little softer on your skin. Um, you've mentioned before that you've got some stinky masks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I did some this
0: morning. I put my mask on heading over to my yoga class and I was not okay with the what was bouncing back into my it. nasal <laughs> passage. So sorry, but this is, I'm just going to tell you how it was. And I, it's a newer mask and I just popped it on. And so I thought I, my masks are also in the same cabinet where our essential oils, I mm. keep all of our oils and stuff. And um, I'm like, wait, what the hell? Why don't I put a little drop of lavender in my mm. mask? So I did. I huffed that incredibly <laughs> relaxing, soothing smell all the way to yoga. And I think that Everybody should start dropping drops of essential
1: oils in their masks. Game changer. I it is a it's a wonderful idea. It, what were we thinking? I don't know, but I there is there are these articles that float around about mask breath, and it's a very real thing. There are also some disposable ones that are made that react to breathing also grossly. It Anthony and I had to go to the doctor and There, he was like, where did you get this one? I was like, I don't know. We got it from Amazon, from China. And he's like, it smells. I'm like, and then we had to put on different ones. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. One smelled worse than the other, but it could also be flossing.
0: No, I'm pretty (laughs) sure it smells.
1: So I highly recommend checking out those, that mask. So for any listeners out there that are finding some to be a little too intense, but this one is like double lined and it has a nose bridge, a removable one. It's quality.
0: Did you, do you you and I both are always concerned about, well, we aren't concerned. I could give two shits but I always make everyone know that I'm sorry I had 42 cloves of garlic the night before and I feel like I these masks if I could do the silver lining of all this BS has given me the confidence to really talk to people without having to out myself for the garlic intake right I
1: mean yeah I mean I use breath spray so that usually does the trick for me I don't need to mask up <laughs> to feel confident? I I think that I'm going to start wearing a mask
0: after the fact when I have a lot of garlic there.
1: You know what? I'm sorry. i, remember, I went on a tangent. It's okay. I remember when I was little, you guys picked on me and you guys would be like, Lauren, you guys, you have bad breath. And I had like a complex
0: Do you remember that? Yes. Yes, I do. And I was going to say, and you still, your husband tells you that you smell like soup and sometimes a lot (laughs) of garlic, so.
1: Or no, he'll be like, you smell like a little alley cat. I'm like, that's in the morning though.
0: Come on. You know, I mean. (laughs) Oh, and just so you know, another similarity between you and your niece, because she also smells like an alley cat
1: she's so cute in any case I remember dad used to bring me dad used to bring me um breath ashore and they were like capsules that you would swallow i, remember. I would get picked up. i remember did they help guys listen michelle probably not i mean it was what does it go down to your gut and then release yummy smelly fumes out of your mouth i mean it's besides the point i'm just glad that you came up with a really good idea to combat bath mask breath well done thank well you done Thank
0: you. We should share
1: that on other platforms. That's a good one. I know. Okay. Another this, Justin, you know, there's, we've got this election stress disorder and we're not going to talk about it because we're going to keep things light and positive. Michelle, I, we took a Instagram. Yeah. We, the numbers have gone up. We, I took an Instagram poll of how are you doing? Asking our community. One option was cool as yeah. cucumbers and the other option was not well, bitch. And we're riding high in the eighties percentile.
0: Oh, wow. Of not well oh, Wow, bitch. it's climbing. It's
1: climbing.
0: Oh, no. So
1: let's give a good piece of news that we have discovered coming out of the election because we got to focus on something good. And then we're yes. going into talking about Norwegians.
0: Let's do it.
1: Michelle and I are happy to announce that um, several states have gone recreational for uh, cannabis use. And there is a wonderful article by Jezebel.com called Dr- Drugs Won the 2020 Election. Most of these states I but I'm not I can't be certain. I know Arizona is for sure medical, so now they will be recreational. And I'll tell you what, when Illinois went both, you just felt a sense more freedom.
0: Yeah. It's been nice. Hasn't
1: it? It's been nice to be able
0: to get it's been <laughs> nice for me to get my medicine legally. I found a
1: new prescription <laughs> from from my what dispensary. Is it? I I usually do like flower, just the good old-fashioned grass, but if I'm, you know, wanting something a little bit more discreet, whatnot, I will do a disposable pen. I don't like the sound of them. I know it can't be great for you, but YOLO. This is Cresco. You and I, we know that we love anything by Bruce Banner. You're a huge fan. Huge You're fan. like the Hulk. <laughs> you,
0: duh. I mean, you want to get shit done? Bruce. Brucey.
1: But I will say Cresco's disposables, um, uh, disposable pen, the Fryay, it's their version of a sativa one. Not a bad medicine. Not, Not bad. bad. Good
0: to know. I'll keep that in my
1: back yeah. pocket. That's that's if they don't have your Bruce banner. That one is fill in the void there.
0: Good share. I'll
1: keep yeah. that in mind. Please well, and, Lauren, so you- I,
0: I just want really quick before we go on about this. You know, I just think that um, it's been such a great thing to be able to have access to those natural herbal <laughs> medications and such. And I think that maybe just in this time, the United States should legalize this across the board because everybody would be calm.
1: I completely agree with you. There's other good news coming out of this, Michelle, is that they are decriminalizing. Um, some psychedelics in particular psilocybin which they're going to decriminalize but I'm assuming it's going to make space to study how it helps individuals who suffer mm-hmm. from yeah PTSD because psilocybin is isn't that wonderful yeah godspeed I am game so yeah you know it's there great. is it's great there's some good news Michelle coming out of this election we gotta we gotta Point out the good. We got to take the book good. We got to take the good. Out of all things happening, at least we found a couple good things to celebrate in the election so far. <laughs> so this is actually a great... It's, you're really channeling our SNL girls today. I appreciate that. It's very calming. Thank you. But, you know, thank, thank you. <laughs> this is a great segue, Michelle, because as we try to find like the silver lining or finding pleasure or gratitude in the simple things in life... This is going into our Hot Topic today.
0: Hot Topic.
1: <laughs> I miss Hot Pockets, man. So today, y'all, we are going to chat this, the main chunk of our episode today, we wanted to focus on something that we know um, can help a lot of other people because it's helped us. So we wanted to talk about an article that really touched Michelle and I. It's called, the title is Worried About Another Winter Lockdown? Question mark think like a Norwegian. And it comes by way of The Guardian. And it is about, it's studies show people living in the Arctic Circle are armed with a mindset, keyword mindset that helps combat the long polar night. And it might come in handy for all of us. The, you know, it's it's like a probably three to five minute read, Michelle, as we both have read it a couple of times now. I think
0: it's Required reading. Everybody should read this. If you live in a climate where the weather gets cold and you're listening.
1: Yeah, it's in our show notes. This. They'll be there. It'll be there. It's it's an incredible article about the study of a, this health psychologist. Her name is Carrie Leibowitz. She went to a town called and It's a Norwegian city. And she was going there to study how humans there, how they do over the course of the darker months of the year. Because what they found is that they do well.
0: <laughs> Turns out they're doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> they're not just doing good.
1: They're actually doing they, great. They are. They're thriving. They're like literally, they're killing it. What's their secret, you might be wondering? Of the many potential explanations, Leibowitz's work suggests that one vital component may be particular— maybe a particular, excuse me, mindset that arms the citizens against the stresses of the long polar night. So the main ingredient to these people that are thriving in these really dark, cold climates is that they have mentally invested the effort to see the winter as an opportunity to do different things that you don't do in the summer and to bunker down, to light the candles and to embrace that like soft glow at sunset. Yeah. Like to them, it's the winter.
0: It's just the winter. It's the winter time to do the things that we do in the winter and we're good with it. That's what they do.
1: It's remarkable though. So a lot of they, she actually studied, um, seasonal affective disorder and found that it doesn't It doesn't do much movement. They A little bit, their sleep gets disrupted during the change of the seasons. Yeah, which is expected because of the light. But they really... But that's it, Lauren. Like, that's it. They really... I mean, I'm sure that there are a couple people out there not doing great, but for the most part, as a whole... You know, our friends over there, they just really know how to adjust to the change of seasons and and whatnot because of their happy, their more positive, rather, mindset. I just thought it was really, it's funny, she, the the woman that was there studying, she started, their positivity started to wear off on her. And she said she soon found herself, her own mindset, her mindset shifting. She learned to love long walks with the flashlight, the headlamp. And she started to yearn for those softer hours later in the day. So
0: like, let that be a little lesson here. Don't hang out with the crabby, winter-hating folks around you. You need to find people like me and you who are good to go. And with any
1: luck, we'll all be spreading the mindset around and that's really what it comes down to with these folks and I think Michelle that they I don't think they're raised with this mindset so I know for us like we talked about this before Chicagoans and I'm only using this as an example because that's where I see most of like my Facebook posts and people coming from you know they're like god damn it's the winter remind me why I live here well that ain't gonna do much for you
0: it's not going to do shit. Seriously. <laughs>
1: you got to tweak it. And I love how you say it, Michelle. You got to flip, you got to flip the script.
0: You got to, you got to change the channel because, oh my God, there's so many things that are enjoyable about this time of the year. And once you buy into that notion, yeah. you will start to
1: enjoy this yeah, time of the year. Yeah, you totally need to buy into it. I love the way that you put it there. They talk a lot about outdoor socializing and, We don't have to go on a long tangent on this because it's just, it's just not like a fun convo, but you know, with what's happening in our restaurants right now, it sucks. We can't eat indoors. So they're transferring everything outdoors. Well, as much as this sucks and I, you know, good vibes to all the people in the industry. It's an opportunity for people to at least kind of adapt to the change, learn resilience, which we've talked about, look at this. And these restaurants are doing this wonderfully. They really are. But even just as the people that are going out to enjoy these things, to sort out, Like to be okay with bundling up, a lot of the restaurants are doing BYOB, bring your own blanket, you know, come with your friends, bring your gloves, and just let's get some outdoor socializing going on, especially since we're going through probably another season of kind of like a semi-lockdown. This is a great article for uh, anyone to read who either freaking loves the winter, this is going to give you the goosebumps and make you excited for the winter, and if it does, if you don't like the winter... Highly recommended read in the show notes.
0: Because if you don't like the winter, there's still a whole lot of things you can do on the inside of your home that will enhance your
1: experience. I'll tell you what I did just recently to do that because you know how much I dislike my front room furniture. It you guys, it Mm -hmm. was the furniture, the woman who redid our like gutted our house had new furniture and we bought it with the home. I liked it when we got it. I want to throw a like gasoline and a match on it now.
0: Been there. Over it,
1: over it. But I'm not in a position to redecorate an entire room at the moment. But Michelle, I took a floor lamp from my guest room, Mm. plugged it in. It's a really cool one too. And it's the, it's the lighting of it's very soft. And then I also took out my birch. I've got like these birchwood sticks with twinkle lights on it. And I put those by my fireplace. It has changed, not how it looks, how I feel.
0: There you go. There you go. Boom. Hello. Those little twinkling lights, those battery operated um, fairy lights you're talking about, they really add an ambiance. And for really a minimal uh, investment, they like 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 eight dollars, five five bucks, whatever it is. I mean, you can put those everywhere. They do. I, good for you. I can't wait to go and hang out there.
1: It's so cozy. You're going to freaking love it. So this reminds me, Michelle, of the book, which we both have. It's the Little Book of Hygge by Mike Weeking. He is the CEO of the Happiness Research Institute in Copenhagen. And he writes a whole book on hygge, which if you've been on our blog, you know that we have a whole section dedicated to this topic.
0: Basically, this is like the Bible for cozy enthusiasts.
1: It is. And it is when it comes to like that element of the hygge lifestyle is like getting Mm. cozy and whatnot. But this is a great intro to this word. So if you've never heard of it, or you've kind of heard of it, it's this. they say that it's pretty difficult to explain. Like what, how do you translate this word and put it in English? Well, that's, it's not that easy, but it, the author takes a quote from Winnie the Pooh and <sighs> it's asked, when asked, I know, when asked how to spell a certain emotion, Pooh responds, you don't spell it, you feel it. Which Aww. reminds me, Michelle, do you remember 16 Candles, the movie? <laughs> vaguely i mean i remember remember certain part well there's this is this line whoever knows this movie very well will will appreciate this when long duck dong is fed Uh a quiche he goes he goes quiche and how do you spell that and the grandpa goes well you don't spell it son you eat it
0: (laughs) oh that's a great
1: flick Rambo is such a butthead. Let's let's test the waters. If you were having to put, I'm going to ask you straight up, and I know you don't like me coming at you when you're unprepared. But if you can give me a two to three sentence definition of what Huga is for you, Michelle, what would you say? Huga to
0: me, I could kill you for doing this, but I'm going to do the best I can. Just from your heart, what Ho- does it mean? Huga is really about the moment for me that makes me feel the most where I'm feeling most content and Mm -hmm. whether that's and and that could be like a whole different bunch of different things whether I'm making something to eat that smells really good or I always go to this but like you know we love sitting by a fire whether Mm -hmm. it's inside or outside and then it Huga, or it could be playing a game with my kids last night. We played a game. We I just ordered. I'm like going to just rapid fire start ordering games because we all. I feel like we all know where this is headed, and we were laughing so hard that that is my Huga. Those moments, whether they make me feel good, I'm laughing, happy, cozy. That's my Huga. Did I do Dad, all Michelle, right?
1: You you did a beautiful job, and that's the thing. Everyone's Huga is their own. You know, every, everyone's huga yours is very home-based and family-based, which it is, is, that's, it, there's a lovely, that, that, that's what huga is. Mine's very similar to yours, but the circumstances are just sometimes different. You know, it's when I'm, yeah. when it's just Anthony and I sitting and having dinner together, or when I feel like my home, I know this sounds crazy. Oh, no, it doesn't. Clean, clean, wow. smells good, well lit, and chilly outside that is Uh, where I feel just very comfortable in my own space
0: yeah yeah
1: there's a big element of hygge about togetherness Mm -hmm. and that's that family and but I think it's really important to focus on that togetherness can be by yourself to be together alone and I love that I love my alone time so whether you need to take a break from loved ones and have to venture out on your own to take a long walk in the woods and bundle up, that is so hygge. Yeah. Or if you live alone, you know, how can you dive into that space of yours to create yeah. warmer, cozier ambiance and environment so that when we get into these darker months ahead, you thrive. Yeah.
0: And the Norwegians certainly have a handle on it.
1: They do. I think when they see winter and the the, the whole like Scandinavian um, humans as a whole, when they see or hear about winter, they're thinking of all the positive things that are going to come along with this season. You're
0: right. You're right. Yep. And that's the thing. I was talking to one of my girlfriends and I said, you know what, I'm going to we're going to she said do a podcast about this because she. Is one of my good friends who f- hates the winter, and I was like, "You need to, you need to stop. You need to think like a Norwegian." We had read this article, and I was talking to her, mm. and and I and some of the examples were this: the, the, we're talking about the wintertime mindset that these yep. Norwegians have. And I was telling my friend, you know, instead of talking about how oh you hate the winter, it's so cold, there's nothing to do, why don't you flip that thought and Consider thinking how excited you are to take a long walk in the woods when the snow is like covering all of the trees and there's nothing prettier than that. And I think just the the way I posed it, it she was willing to ask me to do a podcast with you about it because it made sense. It made sense that if you think a different way, the outcome might be different.
1: There, there's no doubt about that. And that it's, and the beautiful thing about this notion that this article is teaching us that it isn't just about, um, it's not, excuse me, it's not just about thinking about winter in a positive light. I think if you use that as a tool throughout all things in life, it can help with your resilience factor, how you approach things, right? Not totally. just, I mean, like, every, it works for me. Even, I <laughs> mean, I'm going to go there. It does work for you. Right. And it works for, it works for me too. And I think that even if you want to put it in the perspective, in the perspective of this election, we got to figure mm-hmm. out whatever the, the decision is, is how are you going to go about that decision that's been made yes. and thrive?
0: I was telling so, Mia this morning, yeah. she came home and she was all bent out of shape about her math test. And she was really upset. And I was like, Mia, let's, stop for a second first of all that's what school is for we go to school to learn and everybody is not going to walk away from a unit test or whatever being masters in something we now you know but i said give yourself a break kid we just went through a pretty hectic week over here you know we all thought we were exposed to covid your dad's down for the count your mom's kind of stressed out grandma hasn't been here to help tutor like how about this you'll get them next time next time you'll have a better shot at studying and things will be different. And I, my point is it's a little off subject, but still it's it's like in her head, she failed. No, you didn't. You're a kid going to school and sometimes we have bad days. How can we get, get after it the next time?
1: Michelle, it's actually a really good point. So there's, I I read a lot of these like self-help articles on how are we going to thrive and how are we going to survive during a potential lockdown? And one of the things that they mention that you just spoke about briefly is giving ourselves a break. You know, the first lockdown, I was like, I'm going to learn how to knit. I'm going to learn five new languages. And then if I'm not that productive, I'm going to be a real asshole to myself because I didn't do as much as I should be doing because I've got nothing else going on. Well, humans aren't wired to be like that. So we have to definitely like pump the brakes on the expectations that we set for ourselves or else we're going to lose our shit. So I want to switch gears again, Michelle, because you, I know, have a, you, you you didn't, you mentioned like making your home smell beautiful and whatnot, but you have a dish that you find particularly, particularly hygge. And I would love to hear more about your chicken. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Lauren's fate. My most hygge dish is Lauren's most hated meal, but that's okay because that's at
1: the point. This is your dish. This
0: idea that roast chicken is the ultimate comfort food. I have always thought this. I make, I've been making this in my house for a really long time. Um, but I'm not the only one that shares this this opinion. Uh, this this conversation, Lauren, was inspired by a Chicago Tribune article where a, a woman mm. shares her thoughts on co- chicken, roast chicken, and why this is the ultimate comfort food. And I and I just have to agree. You and I have talked about this. I for me, it's the, all about the smell. Have you ever walked into a house that smells like shit or smells <laughs> um, off? I mean, not right. I have. I have. So for me, the smell of a home, y'all right?
1: (laughs) I'm just dying. I thought you were going to say, Have you ever walked into someone's house who made roast chicken? I'm like, Yeah. When you're like, it smells like shit. I was like, Oh, did not know that's where we were going. I love it. Keep me on my toes.
0: Sorry. I know you got to be on your. Don't be sorry. ADD, we're going all over the place. It's so Um, fun. I think that there is something to creating a meal or something like that, that not only can make your house smell good. Yeah, that's like a bonus to cooking. Um, But the experience of having everybody, your tribe, whoever that is, whether that's you by yourself and you get to enjoy this delicious thing that just changed the whole setting in your home Mm. by yourself or with somebody else, it's, that's cozy. That's my cozy. And, um, I don't know, I just wanted to talk about and maybe inspire folks to try a whole bird. I don't know. And
1: and you guys can easily do that because Michelle, you've shared that recipe on our blog. So if you want to, if you want to roast the chicken, Michelle, yours is gets rave reviews from folks that have pulled it from the website to use. So, you know what you're talking about when it comes to chicken.
0: I Well, but Lauren, I didn't know what I was talking about. The first roast chicken I ever made was not appetizing.
1: From what you've told me in the past, it sounds like it wasn't cooked all the way through. (laughs) It
0: wasn't. That is so. It wasn't. Did you
1: eat it? We ate
0: around it. And my girlfriends no. like to tell me about it you know when you have a like a, a cozy lifestyle <laughs> blog and you have pictures of roast chicken on your food category, tab and your girlfriends dined on the first roast chicken roast chicken you've ever made and it wasn't it didn't pass like 200 degrees okay it probably, Ew, it probably that is in so here so gross it was so gross Lauren but that one but for some reason it still smelled all right in the house.
1: <laughs> really, really slowly cooking flesh. So I oh know. Oh, God. Much. Oh, my After God. After you told me that you wanted to talk a little bit about chicken today, I was like, I should probably look some stuff yeah. up about chickens because they, you know, oh. there's just so many fun facts out there. Oh, I can't wait to hear what you're bringing to the table. I mean, the first one that I'm really scared. caught my attention and I'm I like haven't. Well, this one is scary. It's actually terrifying. Chickens mm. are tech. Dinosaurs. I'm sorry. Yeah, (laughs) you responded as if you knew this already. Did you say chickens? What they they are technically dinosaurs. Chickens. May I read? can can I tell you more about it? Yeah, you want to know? Okay. Chickens involved. Chickens evolved from dinosaurs, and the close and are the closest living relative to the magnificent T. Rex. (laughs) Oh. One that's lineage my Oh my god. One lineage of dinosaurs survived the mass extinction sixty-five million years ago. The birds, so chickens, are actual dinosaurs.
0: Lauren, that's a really fun fact. Thank
1: you. And Michelle who speaking of T knew? Who knew? Thinking speaking of T Rex, you know that joke like when someone's like too, like they're cheap they're, they're, they're like not you know, paying, like they're, they're cheap. The bill. They're not paying their own the bill, so they get T Rex or crocodile arms. Yes. I was at a wedding once and it had been like a four day extravagant, like, or, you know, um, event. It was beautiful. And the fourth day I was tired and tipsy and we were all sitting there and it's like, the, it's like the uncle from home alone who forgets his checkbook. And we were at this party and an individual, an older individual <laughs> forgot his checkbook and I had had plenty to drink. And I was like, "Oh, you got the old T-Rex arm, don't no, you uncle? No,
0: no, you didn't no you didn't
1: anthony like pinched my little at the time of smaller ways and we were laughing so hard he's like i can't even believe you just said that i'm like well it's too late now i can't edit it out
0: <laughs> that sounds like something i would say good job you, you know what
1: you would say this um yes. another thing is about um ch- about chickens they dream when they sleep so just like humans and other mammals have REM, that phase of sleeping, which signifies dreaming, chickens also have it. Chickens can literally sleep with one eye open, an evolutionary adaptation that lets that them watch for predators while they slumber. Wow. I did not. Well, I didn't know that. I had no idea. They can also, they have great memories and they can recognize up to a, a hundred faces. Lauren, I know
0: that you don't like eating chickens, but, like, have you ever, like, held one of Andrea's when she had them? Do you, I didn't do you... hold
1: hers, and I like chickens as the animal. I just don't like eating They're... meat. It's just a thing. I get it.
0: Yeah. Well, we don't need to go in no. on how it. it's an aversion no. of yours. But, like, they are such a They're cute, so cute, funny little, funny little creature.
1: Oh, I have a friend who has a chicken farm now. And the neck is really long and skinny and black and it doesn't have any fur. So there's a lot going on there. And it's got a big feathery head. It's it's actually really cute. I don't know the, I was going to say brand, but the uh, species. Yeah, that the would species. be the word. Hey, and then one, one last funny little, it's not even funny. It's one last fact. The egg color is determined by genetics. So you know, like how some eggs are white, some are brown. So, a hen, yeah, a hen's breed indicates what color an egg she will produce. For example, a Leghorn Leghorn chickens lay white eggs, while Orpingtons lay brown eggs, and this other one produces blue eggs. Typically, a chicken's Very- eggs color can be determined by earlobe color. Earlobe color. Didn't even know they had lobes. There you go. Didn't know Did they, they no, had ears. But <laughs> didn't know they had ears. So you've mentioned like food is your huga. As you know, and as most of our it listeners is. probably know, candles are our huga. I have one burning right now. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Yep, all day, all day, every day. There are some interesting uh, numbers coming out of the Danes who light candles. I just thought this was a little, it's, it's an interesting aspect to their life because it is all about that setting of that warming vibe and the ambiance and 28% of Danes light candles every single day. Um and Dang. this is pr- kind of interesting 31% or m- 31% of them have they don't even know how many they have lit at one time because there's just so many candles lit within their home. I can get down
0: with that. That's that's kind of my my thing too.
1: And lastly about those candles Michelle they're not like Yankee smelly candles like Yankee Candle. They are very much so straight up just white either within a jar or hurricane or standalone white candles. I'm sure they do like their cool honeybee ones and whatnot but they typically just run on the white candles.
0: Yeah no only only in America do we make everything filthy dirty and for our health. So sorry.
1: FYI Michelle and listeners Trader Joe's has excellent white pillar candles. I think they're $2.99, which is a very reasonable price for candles of that sort. And they are gone after the holidays, I believe. So you want to stock up if you're going to burn those suckers post the holiday season.
0: Actually, that's not the only thing they've got going on right now over there because we're in the holidays. They've got their olive wood boards are out right now. Those are fab. Um, What do you use those for, Michelle? I use them for little like cheese plates if you're, you know, just to put out a charcuterie, that type of thing. Um, but I've given them as hostess gifts. It's like a great little just a snazzy little gift. Um also they have those trivets. I think you gave me one yes, last year. Yes, trivets are one. awesome. hmm So Trader Joe's is on their their holiday stuff is coming out and you gotta get it while you see it.
1: I feel like one of those pillar candles on top of one of those olive wood boards could be really rustic and cute. You're absolutely right. You know comments. what? I might have an a, a late afternoon cocktail.
0: <laughs> Ryan and I had a cocktail. We were outside and I think it was 3:58.
1: You know what? Maybe I'll wait till that time and I might might I might just have like a nice cold beer outside and read my yeah. book. My mouth is watering. My mouth is but- watering. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do.
0: Sounds a very amazing and very huga.
1: It's very huga, Michelle, you know, our the name of our podcast is Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. And I hope that this I believe that this is one of our coziest conversations yet. (laughs) I
0: mean, this is the heartbeat of our conversations here. This is this is an important one. And boy, we've had a rough time getting this one produced. But we're we are powering through.
1: Yeah, we don't mess around, you guys. We want to throw out some quality content and have you taking your mind off of some things and just maybe learning a thing or two, sharing it with your friends. And if you do love what you're listening to, drop us a review. Yes.
0: That would be so delightful. And if you're lucky, we'll read it
1: on Thursday. Next Thursday. <laughs> Michelle, this was such a blast. I really appreciate I appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk <laughs> oh, to me to work with you. <laughs>
0: I feel the same, Lauren. Thank you. This really was a blast. This, this conversation got his, it really has ignited my excitement even more for what's to come. I'm, I'm game for embracing.
1: You know, at this kind con- this conversation helps me to be at least up opt- to, sometimes I love the hygge lifestyle and I'm, I very much live it, but you know, I am getting a little antsy, Michelle. And so I am trying to think of how can I implement some of these ways like I'm going to have a warm wine night and have you and a couple of friends over and sit around the bonfire probably on a really cold day one day just to keep up with like some sort of like socializing and seeing other humans so i it, it'll be a challenge but it's this is good that's the good news is that great- we get to that's a great idea. I am
0: in the market for a heater, an outdoor heater of some sort. Mm. So as we get a little bit stricter with our own socializing as the winter comes, um, I that we're gonna we there's gonna be game nights and some cocktails on the side of our house and that cozy little nook.
1: Fine, I right? will be there. I will be there, and I hope we play that game Psych that you talked about. You guys, download Psych, have fun. God bless. So fun.
0: <laughs> so fun mia mia and her girl ladies are playing it now
1: it's the best game ever and it's a fun way to stay connected with friends and family from afar because you do it on an app and it's good times Let the good times roll
0: let them roll baby
1: michelle with that i i bid you a a hygge warm vibe coming your way and to our listeners yeah no,
0: I was just gonna say, I say who, you say God.
1: Do it, just do it once. Who, God? Oh wow! <laughs> you guys. With that being said, Michelle, I love your energy. You know what to do. Stay cozy, stay healthy, and um, God bless America. <laughs> stay cozy, everybody. <laughs>
0: joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at the thesisterproj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.